welcome in everyone to this week's episode of Deep Fried Medicine. My name is Austin DeSavino and I am joined as always by my amazing co-host Stephen Rudden and we are very excited. Uh, we have another guest on the podcast. We have the man that's been behind the scenes from the very beginning. We have our producer Dan Dankovic. Dan Dankovic. Dan Dankovic. Dan Dankovic. Well, Dan, why don't you say hey to everyone? Uh, hello, everyone. Very excited to have a voice and not just uh, memes involved in this podcast. And uh, yes. I'm hoping this isn't the last time that they'll have me on. But no, we'll no, see no, how no. it goes. Oh, I not, know that either. Yeah. <laughs> not the last time at all. And uh, so if you like any of the, the videos that are being put out by Deep Fried, and I know there's going to be one with can we just talk? And I know uh, the boys over at Polar Music are trying to talk to Dan. He's an in-demand person. But if you like any of that stuff, that's all That's all Dan's work. Oh, whoa, wait a minute. Really? What? Everyone else is talking. Dan, is everyone else talking to you trying to get videos up? And Yeah, I'm just trying to maneuver my way into when uh, this media company inevitably blows up um, into just working full time doing that so I can make my own schedule. And, oh uh, yeah, that's Michael. Yeah, I think it's uh, would be a good good shot. I think Troy would be a good CEO to work for. No, he would be um, terrible. Well, I, we would just bully him all the time. So I think that's an important aspect of any job is safely being able to bully your boss yes. uh, without risk of being <laughs> fired. So <laughs> that's the American dream. <laughs> But anyway, uh, thank you again for joining us this week. We're very excited. Episode four, we are going to dive into people pleasing or keeping everyone happy. So let's dive in. Okay, so people pleasing. That's what we're talking about today. This is a topic, Stephen, that I know you've you floated actually for a couple weeks now. Um, so I'm, I'm sure you're excited to talk about it. And in this first segment, what we're going to try to do is just define it. So not, and again, define it, not as Miriam Webster, um, our, you know, the little girl running around spouting out definitions in what I imagine is 18th century England. Um, but so in our words and in your experiences, Stephen, and you have a lot more knowledge on a lot of these things. So what, what, what is people pleasing? Like that's a pretty vague topic so how, how are we going to approach this correct and now people pleasing it's important to note that people pleasing can't be broken down into a couple degrees it can just be or be considered just being nice but what we're talking about here is a more set in stone behavior that could become a bit more detrimental uh, a terminal people pleaser as i'd like to think about it is a person who has an emotional need to please others around them often at the time uh, at the expense of his or her own needs or desires. Um, there is not a single, it doesn't stem from any one thing. It could be um, self-worth issues. If people have low self-esteem, they want uh, that approval from others. Um, perhaps people who go above and beyond to keep everybody happy have experienced maltreatment sure. in their past and think the only way to get better treatment is to make those people happy. Or it could just be a fear of rejection. You don't want people to dislike you. So you try to make everybody happy and often at your own expense. So that's when it becomes detrimental. So is this, is this a passive action or is this a 
Is this something that people set out to do or can it be both? Is it like just ingrained in you that you're just automatically going to be like this? Or is it like, no, every situation I'm going to go into, I want to go into it in a certain way. I think it has to be a little bit of both. And that is a very good point. Actually, you bring that up so early, but we'll touch more on that when we compare people pleasing versus compassion, Um, people um, or people pleasing versus being compassionate rather. Uh, People pleasing is often just for that sake of argument, we can say is being nice where uh, and it's an external act where being compassionate is having sympathy. So it's something internal. Okay. Um, be, as far as I don't, don't, I don't know. It has to be subjective again, whether people, there are, there have to be some people that go into every interaction or every, yeah. um, or every instance of meeting somebody new that they kind of think I'm going to do everything I can to make everybody happy. But I don't think that's everybody. Yeah. I think some people will do it subconsciously. So you actually bring up, so you bring up sympathy and empathy. How do those play into it? Is it an aspect or is is it a main driver? Am I jumping ahead too far here? Did I again, not read the notes the right way? Judging by his large sarcastic (laughs) page turn we just saw, I think you might be jumping ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. Tell me me to fuck off. (laughs) Steven just raised his hand like, all right, all right, let's just just get into it. (laughs) He just signed out of the meeting. (laughs) That's so funny that you caught that page turn. You never catches my page turn. I do. Uh, I just don't bring light to it because I don't yeah, want to mess yeah. up. Um, yeah. Uh, ultimately, yeah, we kind of went um, a little bit farther into the episode. But as far as the sympathy and empathy goes, it comes down to the internal motivators. Um, people pleasing is simply not being nice. Like I said, being nice is an external act, which by Miriam's definition, shout out, is um, just giving satisfaction where people pleasing or having compassion is something that you have internally you have sympathy for a person so um, people who are compassionate don't necessarily seek for the validation that a people pleaser will Mm. that touch on that that i think that's a say that again say that again that last sentence about people pleasing is different than compassion or kindness where it sounds like what you're saying kindness is you're just you're doing that because your inherent want is to be kind but so people pleasing is different is there a malicious um motive there yes there and ultimately that comes down to whether or not a person is <laughs> my second favorite question to ask people is uh if they consider themselves a consequentialist or more deontological I mean, and the difference between those two are just the one is concerned about the motives behind something and one is being concerned about um, the results in a people pleaser it actually despite being so nice to everybody is actually a bit selfish because you are seeking for your own validation whereas just being nice or being compassionate is simply doing it because it's the right thing to do so i think that's super like i remember learning in college there's like a theory about actions where like every action, no matter what it is, it could be donating a kidney to someone that's dying that you don't know, but every action is rooted in self-interest. It sounds like maybe that's kind of what you're, I don't remember the name of that theory. I could be getting it wrong. I've gotten a lot of things wrong in my entire life, but are, so are you saying that people like people pleasers are not necessarily kind? 
I would say that they are kind, but it's to an extent that is detrimental to themselves and their motives. A lot of the times their motives could be self-serving because they want to feel that sense of validation. I remember when I was younger, I did this all the time. There was a commercial that Heineken put out called the entrance. Um, you can still look it up on YouTube and a guy goes into a party and he has these greetings with every, all, with all the guests there. And that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted to, you know, get everybody to like me or like, you remember walking down high school and trying to get handshakes. That was like my validation, you know, like how yeah, many yeah. high fives could you get in between classes and whatnot? Interesting. So, yeah. Interesting. Austin, the, uh, the thing you were talking about where every action is rooted in uh, basically selfishness is called uh, psychological uh, egoism. Um, so what it's exactly that is every action that someone performs is rooted in their own self-interest, even if those actions are, um, uh, you know, philanthropic or, you know, have to do with giving, it makes you feel good doing that. Therefore, it is a selfish act because you're doing something that makes you feel good. Okay. So um, that's good. So, so we're, we're doing a really good job of defining what it's not, right? So psychological egotism, that what you just said, Dan, and even what you said, it's not the same as kindness. So I think that's sometimes it's better to figure out what something is. It's actually better to figure out what it's not. It creates a better picture, especially when things can be easily confused. So I guess to, for this segment, for the definition, what would be an easy um, monosyllabic definition of people pleasing, like the everyday definition. How, how can we put it in the easiest terms possible? Because this is something that Stephen, you, you brought up and you've brought up before and I have ideas about it. And I'm sure me, like a lot of other people, it's just something that we think about like people pleasing, like, Oh, that person's a people pleaser, but there's a lot deeper to that. So what, how can we define it? A detrimental effort to please people that doesn't put yourself first. A detrimental effort to pe to please people that put that doesn't put yourself first? Correct. So it would be akin to uh, having one piece of bread left and seeing a kid who is hungry while you're starving and giving that kid that piece of bread. Correct. Great example. Oh my goodness, you're, you're, you're coming on every week. See, that's, that's it. Okay, and I have, I have questions on that, but I want to save that for the, the second segment um, because I'd love to dive into that more and kind of examine where the roots that I'm, I feel like you're, you're laying down the roots of, of this behavior. Um, so no, that's there, pretty much the whole episode. We pretty much covered it all. All right, that's it. All right, we're done. Also, I'm very proud of us for making it through an intro and a definition segment talking about people pleasing and you were saying entrances and we haven't made any sex jokes or like sexual act jokes yet. I'm really proud of us for that. So let's see how long we can do that. Okay. So we talked about the loose definition, but we talked also talked a lot about what people pleasing is not. I know I have a ton of questions that, I think um, some of our listeners may be having and also just just questions that I have. Um, and I know, Stephen, you love when I just go off the rails with questions because just, again, to pull the curtain back a little bit, 
Stephen does a tremendous job of researching all this. Like he literally puts citations at the bottom. And this week, these notes are going to be going live on the Polar Media website um, and on our website. So I'm going to talk to Troy, uh, CEO Troy, about getting up, but he's actually a pretty lazy CEO. But we can get into that later. Um, but Stephen puts together these meticulous notes. And then I come in and I'm just like, what about this? What about that? What about this? And I think you heard uh, Dan give, give a little credence to it. Sometimes Steven like just flips his notes. He's like, dude, I don't know where to fucking go with this. Cause I didn't prepare for this. It's like in clerks, like we're not even supposed to be open today. Yeah. <laughs> so, so with that being said, let me just throw you some questions that uh, we didn't talk about before the episode. So wh what does this look like? Cause to me, like, I know we went through the definitions, but like, I'm still sitting here thinking like, okay, people pleasing just sounds like someone trying to be nice. Like what, give me, I need examples to understand what this topic is and why we're talking about it. Cause it sounds like we could just be doing a podcast about people that are too nice and we're insecure about being nice. I'm like, well, fuck them. They're just being too nice. So like, what mm -hmm. is this? Okay. Well, why this topic is actually important is where I'll start. I want to begin potentially self-demeaning when it becomes what i was saying a set in stone pattern of behavior if you're constantly trying to please everybody and you can't you may be constantly filled with guilt after coming short um you may actually in turn start resenting these people that you are trying to please but you're not getting validation or rewards from this bleeds back into our first episode of friendship expectations uh and ultimately it can just literally erode your integrity as if you are trying to be this person that you are not constantly pleasing other people then you're not being you and that doesn't help anybody being you and having people not like you is a lot better than or potentially having people not like you is a lot better than being this putting on this permanent facade and trying to get everybody to like you at least for your help Anyway, so like, <clears throat> the uh, actual question is different signs and examples. Person who terminally people pleases will pretend to agree with everyone. You will over apologize for things that aren't even your fault. You have trouble telling people no. You constantly mirror those people around you. I don't, I read that one and I was a little hesitant just because anybody you're around, you're going to ultimately pick up, you know, exposure to them. That's just, you know human nature but where it separates is that you take a personal responsibility or you feel personally responsible for how others feel and i think that is talk about big that one. that's yeah. interesting i think that's that's a really interesting piece what does that mean um well if you see somebody feeling bad or feeling frustrated then you would drop everything and try to resolve that internal conflict that that person is having well internal external whatever it may be um you just can't focus on you and again you're not putting yourself first because you like say you let's say you're at work and you're very busy but you see somebody having a bad day you go get up from what you're doing stop your tasks go help them that could bleed or take however long and the next thing you know you're behind and it's self-sacrificing but it could be to a point where that it becomes detrimental I, like I definitely think it's important to, to, um, I mean, this, this partly goes back to the definition part, but uh, it's important to distinguish like people pleasing versus, um, you know, not people pleasing, like we were talking about, um, like uh, something that I always see on TikTok and YouTube is all that is 
and it gets a lot of criticism from people but it is you know a two-sided thing of people filming their good deeds yeah. like that's not people pleasing in the way we're talking about it it's people pleasing in the way we are uh describing it and you know what i've i've had you know uh um you know what i have personal stories about is going out of your way and really affecting yourself negatively in order to help other people and i think it's important to just like before we continue to distinguish that um between those and like some of the things that stephen was saying um you know which is like evidence of someone who is you know i, I don't want to say suffering but suffering from people pleasing um you know air quotes around that um uh is is really important to focus on it's not just people um doing good uh for other reasons rather than it makes them feel good it's a detriment to them to yep. help other people boom every week every week <laughs> thank you dan so i think that that adds a lot of really good context to it right so yes. what it sounds like because it's really easy to hear this topic and just be like, okay, again, like, oh, they're just talking about people that are that are too nice. And if you think someone's too nice, then you're probably an asshole or you're a jerk and you're just insecure by that. But that's not what we're talking about, right? So it's when you are not, and I heard, you know, both you, Stephen and Dan say this, it's when you're not putting yourself first. And again, there's a, so I would say there's a limit there, right? Like, you, the, the, um, like you do have to put your mask on before you put your passenger's mask on on a plane, right? So there isn't a, a level oh. to take care of yourself, right? But if you don't, if you're not taking care of yourself, that's where this can kind of get into dangerous territory. And I think, Stephen, you touched on it a little bit in the beginning. And again, I might get a, 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 an aggressive page turn here and, um, and a, a passive aggressive sigh. But like, can, you know, what does that look like? What are the, the, the dangerous depths of this look like because it sounds like it can lead to insecurity it sounds like it can lead to um low self-confidence low self-esteem also you talked about it it can lead to a, a loss of a strong sense of self-identity which we know can be very um, detrimental to growth of character or just everyday life and it can lead to things like anxiety and depression and, and all that so uh, i know i asked about 14 questions, but what does the, the bad side? So you, you share, shared signs of what this could look like and we're sharing examples, but what is the, like, what is the bad part about this? That's kind of what I want to get to. Uh, well, you, you said them. Um, it, well, no, go, but go, I'm just like listing off just, ideas, but like, I'm like, is that it? Is that, you know, what is that? How does that happen though? Yeah, it could you could internalize resentment towards not only individuals, but towards everybody. And then in turn, not then isolate. And then, you know, you're not even around people anymore. Um, you're gonna kill yourself with the guilt because you can't please everybody. And if you do this to such an extent where you want to please everybody, it, it's just, it's going to be a collapsing process. You're not going to know who you are because you've never had to make your own choices because you're constantly doing what other people want to do. And. Oh, so it's deep. So it's deeper than a transactional uh, uh, activity, right? So it's deeper than just helping someone in the moment. It goes deeper. It's, it's who you're becoming where you're not, you're not putting yourself first in any aspect and you, but you can't even let yourself get past that guilt 
of an act of, of an interaction that happened earlier in the day, you're still thinking about it at night. You're still thinking about it the next day. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, a part of that, and it's, it's something, you know, as, as Stephen was listening, the uh, quote unquote symptoms of this and what happens um, to a person, you know, I haven't experienced all that. Uh, I feel that I've always been myself and had my own personality, uh, but definitely, um, you know, low self-esteem and like falling into depression um, for me, definitely really um, attached itself to this and really not even realizing until later on what it was. And, um, you know, speaking from personal experience, uh, what it is, is you set in your mind an expectation of you want to be there for everyone. You want to help everyone with whatever. Yep. And what happens if you want to do something and you feel like you can, and then you fail, you, you get you upset, you get sad and whatever, but you put, you know, at one point in my life, I was putting a lot on, uh, you know, how other people were doing around me and making sure I was there for so many people. And if you can't be there for even the smallest thing, you feel like a failure. And that is a yeah, big right. part of where this comes from, where it's now a detriment because uh, you are trying to push through, you know, a real psychological block for you to have to be there for everyone around you. If someone asks you if you can, you know, give them a ride to the airport, yes, yes, I'll do it. And then having to figure out how, how to get, get that to person to the airport <laughs> when, when you had other plans. Um, you know, one of the things, you know, just people pleasing uh, just a, an example for me, I was working at a biker bar during college as a bar back for one summer. It was a fun job. Like in SpongeBob, uh, like the salty. Spirit. Yeah, yeah, basically. But uh, so one of the bar backs I worked with, um, you know, was supposed to work one night and I was going to my friend's party before he moved to Florida. Um, and it was his last night in Pennsylvania and I was supposed to go out there. And he asked the other bar back, asked me if I could work because he was going to see a concert. And I so badly wanted to help that in my mind, I was just like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll work for you. And I, I ended up missing this party. And I kicked, my, I kicked myself for it as soon as I like went into work that day. I was like, what am I doing here? And like in retrospect, you know, I wasn't it was a summer job during college. I like I didn't need yeah, to. Yeah take that guy's shift so he could go to a concert like <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> i think it was system of a down actually but oh, nice. it was like oh wow i was like you know that's just a very small example of kind of the mentality of someone asked me for help why why wouldn't i i can do it even though it's inconveniencing me and my plans i can help him by taking his shift at work you know why wouldn't i so so how does this I, I think, I mean, first of all, Dan, thank you for sharing, because I think these are really good examples. And I think what we're doing is we're adding some much needed context. And I think this is really good. But my, my next question is like, how does this happen? Because I'm reading the, you know, in the notes that you shared, and they'll be up on the website. Um, and we'll go over at the end of the segment, what these 10 signs are. I'm reading some of these and I see them in myself. And I don't think of myself as a people pleaser, right? So I'm sure there's minutia in different levels. Oh, you are not. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But, but there, I'm, actually, I'm actually looking at this and I'm like, I realize I do a lot of this stuff like at work and I can see how it would be detrimental because I'm not valuing my myself 
worth enough or my position or, or my voice enough, right? I can see how that flows. And, and those are, that's a different conversation, but, but how does this happen? Because I think of myself as a, a pretty confident person. I know there's things, Stephen, that we've talked about and Dan that we've talked about where there are different layers of insecurity that we all have that stem from different things. But overall, I view myself as a pretty confident person. I view myself as someone that tries not to care what other people think, but I know as everyone does, I definitely struggle with that in a big way. But like, how does this, how do these things manifest? Like, how do we get to this point where I'm like sitting here at 29? I'm like, oh my God, I really do apologize every time I send my boss and I am like, hey, sorry to bother you. Do you have a second for a call? When I know it's important and I know they, this is something that they should be um, doing. Like, how do we get to that? Like what happens in our past that makes us this way? And maybe I should start therapy. <laughs> I think I should for a lot of other reasons. Maybe not for that question, for a lot of other reasons, but but like how? Like how does this happen? It could happen subconsciously. It could be an individual who experienced maltreatment when they were young, or they never got approval from parenting or somebody they looked up to as a child. And then they have that deep-rooted sense of needing that approval or validation in order to feel like themselves, I think. Yeah. Long, big question, but yeah, Dan, please. No, yeah, no, I think that you're, you're spot on with, you know, it's um, not only how you were raised, but just all your relationships growing up and how your parents handled your friendships and your relationships. Cause I know uh, growing up, um, you know, my mom was very much like, be nice to everyone, be friends with the people that, you know, are having a hard time getting friends. And, you know, I was very outgoing because of that. And, became friends with everyone and I think like as a young you know kid that was ingrained in my mind it's like your goal is to become friends with everyone and I kind of you know that changed into your goal is to get everyone to like you and that growing up turned into you need everyone to like you it's a bad thing if someone doesn't like you and that I mean even through college like I really struggled with you know without realizing that like you know, I needed, you know, subconsciously everyone to be my friend and everyone to like me. And then it wasn't until, you know, late college and, you know, getting into the real world that like, oh, like I kind of had to think, oh, you you have to just not give a shit. It's like, not everyone's going to like you. And it's like, you need to be okay with that. And Austin, I think from what you're saying is, you know, I think a lot of people are going to have some of these, you know, these traits that, you know, people pleasers do have, but I think it's important to distinguish that, um, you know, a few things, one of which is Austin, I know you would drop anything for both me and Steven. It means Steven came to you. I've come to you and said, Hey, I need a place to crash tonight. What time you get in here? I'll have beer waiting for you. You wouldn't do that for everyone. You wouldn't just leave your house, leave work to drive someone to the airport. And I think it's like, it's, it's a big, it's, you know, being aware and drawing that line of you can't do it for everyone. And that's not to say like, you wouldn't try and help find that person a ride, but you're not going to like give up what you're doing if it's important for just anyone. I I think you, so you're not to turn this into the self, um, diagnosing podcast, but like, I, I would drop anything for you guys. And I know you guys would do the same, but I also have done things in, in my past that have been harmful and it's been recent. So again, not to give away too much information, cause this is 
kind of a personal story. I work with someone who was out of where they normally live, which is in the greater New York City area in one of the boroughs. And they were away in a different part of the country during COVID, um, tending a relative that was sick. The relative then passed away um, and they were on their own and they had to come, they had to fly back to go to their home um, during COVID. So this was like April. And the person was talking to me that I work with and they were like, I'm supposed to be flying into New York. I'm here in Tennessee. My connecting flight got canceled. Now I'm going to Philadelphia. I'm landing at 11 o'clock at night. And I don't know how I'm going to get to this said borough. And without literally without thinking, without discussing with my wife, without discussing with the other person that lives with me, which is my brother-in-law, I was like, oh, well, I'll pick you up and, I, and I'll drive you because that's a really shitty situation. Like you just lost someone. You're going to be stuck in this airport. And after I said, yes, like I, I, I did it. I did it. But I was like, it's the height of COVID. This person just was in three states. I live with other people. Yeah. I'm responsible with other people. And I ended up doing it. I'm not saying this to be like, oh, look at me. But like, I, re I didn't regret it. That's not the right saying. But I didn't think about all of those actions all the way through. And I think maybe I'm just a little short-sighted and ADD with stuff. But like, I think that adds context to like what you're saying, like without thinking or putting other people's needs first, I didn't put the needs of my immediate family and household. We were all fine. And obviously if I talked it through with the people I lived with, they would have been fine. But what if they weren't fine with it? That could have caused a big riff. That could have caused a big thing. And we're all stuck in a house. So I think that's a really good um, example that you you bring up there, Dan, because this, the, the, and I didn't even realize it. Like, I'm not going to lie. Coming to this, this episode, I was like, I don't really know about a lot about this stuff like for people pleasing and like, that's just being nice. But like reading all this stuff, Stephen, that you're saying, this can be detrimental if you're not putting yourself first. And I, both of you are saying it ties back to self-confidence and um, how we form our identities growing up. And maybe that's a nature versus nurture episode that we'll do in the future. Cause I think that's really interesting too. And I know okay. I just went on like a long uh, rant here, but you do that every time. There's no need. This, I, that's the I point do. of this. That's the point of this. How do you think I get my TikToks? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's important because like for you know for everyone listening who you know might could possibly be worrying you know the thousands of people who are listening to us. Um, Poland, Poland, Alabama, Poland. And Poland. Um, I think it's important to distinguish like there's a difference between being a people pleaser and just like being a nice person, like. Austin doing that and driving to Philadelphia, which is two-ish hours away from us, yes. I guess. Yep. I mean, like, that's you doing a good deed for someone. And although, yes, like, it could have been, like, a real shitty, you know, repercussion for you, I wouldn't necessarily, you know, if you were doing stuff like that all the time, like, yeah, that might be an issue. Okay. But this, you know, being an extenuating circumstance of this person that you know that you work with not trying to take advantage of you needed help after like a trauma in their life. Like that's just you being a nice person. If it's a consistent, you know, if it's consistent actions where you are putting someone else over your needs and your safety or like even your family's safety, like then that is becoming a, a an issue. Yeah. You make a really yeah. go ahead. Sorry, Steven. Yeah, no, I was going to say and that's perfectly exactly what you guys are saying, because the major difference between the two is one is an unhealthy need for validation and the other is actually caring. Okay, so say that yeah. again, say that again, say that again. That's good. The difference between the two, I was going to say between people pleasing and having compassion or whatnot is one is an unhealthy need for validation 
and the other is actually caring. Boom. Put it in a fucking TikTok. That's it right <laughs> Sound bite. Steven, can I can I ask and, and tell me if uh tell me if I'm crossing lines here. We can always edit this out and stop this part of the conversation. But like I like Steven, I genuinely love you as a human being. I think you're one of the nicest people I've ever met. Dan, you're 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 one of the nicest people I've ever met. And like how I describe you both. And I was just talking to my mom, uh, actually, Steve and my mom brought you up at dinner tonight. She's like, he's just a really good guy. And I'm like, both like both Dan and Steve, I view as just inherently good human beings. Like you're good on your soul. And that's why I really enjoy having you both in my life. And Steven, like working with you in a restaurant setting, it was just so interesting to see. I felt like sometimes you didn't turn your server mode off. And I don't, if I'm digging too deep here, pushing too much, tell me and I'll stop. But no, like dig, dig. from what you're saying, it almost sounds like from what I've seen in you over the past seven years, eight years is, is like, are you talking, like, do you have any, um, like, are you Absolutely. any of your personal experiences with this? Because I've watched you, like you're, I like Steven, you're a great human being. And I've seen like, I've, as you, we've bro. all evolved over the last eight years, nine years, 10 years, our whole fucking life. You've, I've seen, I've been lucky enough to see you evolve as a human being that I care about and have in my life. But like, you've changed so much. And you know, you always were like, oh, uh, far from, not a problem. Like, I remember Steven, dude, I fucking lit you up in the back. Cause you went up to a table after a meal and you were like, Excuse me, I would just like to bother you. Could you give me a rating on uh, your experience tonight? I'm looking for feedback and I'd like to know. And I yeah, when I first started, yeah. Fucking table 61 lit you up. These fucking stupid people that were eating a chili. Yeah, that was a bad one. I and remember you're, that. And you're like, tell me what you think about me. And it's like, you know, they're eating fajitas and having marital problems and shit. And then this person comes over and they're allowed to put all of their problems on you. But I was like, what are you doing? Why are you doing? Why do you care if table 61 likes you or not? All you care about is the tip. So in my long-winded way of asking, like, Talk, I want you to talk about your experiences because I think you have such rich and valuable and tangible and relatable experiences on this matter. <laughs> so, oh, shit. I just drop a All right, well, here we go. Steve's uh, like, yeah. I just wanted to serve chips and salsa, man. I didn't want to... <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was trying to get my PPR up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just was asking if you wanted dessert. Damn. Um, no, it's absolutely something that I've done practically my entire life. I don't feel uh, until the past couple of years that I actually became my own person and actually stopped doing this and actually set those boundaries, which Dan, what you said before, which is literally in the notes. But um, it, it took me so long to become comfortable with who I was, being comfortable and who I was that it, I really didn't even know who I was until only a couple of years ago, even after um, 2012 was my terrible year and whatnot. And it took me a couple of years after that to actually start becoming myself and making my own choices and becoming comfortable with the person that I was. And now, you know, you start to feel good and start to get better. So I'm, I'm, I want to cry. I'm, I'm so happy. Like I'm just, Hearing you don't cry. I, I cry. I cry a lot. I do cry a lot. I will. Admit that. I think, I think that is an interesting point that like a lot of people in our generation, a lot of people our ages can definitely relate to is your uh, customer service voice versus like who yeah. you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that has like, you know, that blends sometimes into your real life when like it doesn't need oh, to. Okay. 
Because like yeah. I remember when I was working, you know, out of college, I uh, I worked customer service and like sales at a Lowe's, and you know that whole oh. customer first mentality and do whatever you can to help these people like get whatever and like don't talk back and all that like is great while you're on the job but then sometimes you you forget like you can tell someone to go fuck himself when you're not being paid like it's it's okay to do that and i don't think i've ever like like even through working in nonprofit, especially i could never turn that off because you never know who knows who especially like exactly you know when you work in these like small communities and like I know Stephen, you know, well, all three of us worked in fairly tight knit areas where we knew the people who lived there. So it's like, it's tough to, to turn that off just in case kind of thing. But I think a lot of people, you know, our age and, you know, the millennials who have worked these shitty customer service or serving jobs, like know how shitty people can be and how you have to just sit there and take it. Yeah. Mouth open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real root of people pleasing am i right boys holy shit yeah that was be- that was a beautiful soliloquy of thoughts and summations there that was that was great i don't i don't know how i don't have any i don't know other questions to add to that i mean what do you guys think for this this section of of examples have, any closing thoughts nope All right. So we talked about what people pleasing is. And I think we had a really good conversation about what the examples were. And actually, before we move into this last piece, I just want to make note. So Dan Dankovic, who is our producer and who's going to be on as many shows possible moving forward, is also a firefighter. um, And he just received a call between the segments. So he had to step out. So we're sending uh, good thoughts and and good vibes. Good thoughts. Yep. Yeah. All the best. Stay safe. Um, oh, yeah. So, okay. So we don't have Dan here to interject between between you and I, Stephen. So, but how, so we're at the part of the, the show where it's like, okay, so what is the medicine we need to take and how do we deep fry it so that we can swallow it a lot easier? Um, man, there are so many <laughs> innuendos in this episode. Yeah, there are. But, uh, I'm, I'm so I'm, proud that we were like, we're holding know. our own here. We're acting our age. <laughs> Uh, anyway, my inner 13 year old is coming out, but so how, so we have all this information now, right? So we know how people pleasing can be detrimental. We know, and I guess where it can stem from and we know what it can look like. So how do we, so as someone who is through this conversation, realizing that I have some of these tendencies I have my own thoughts about how I want to work through this. Like I I know I want to focus on my self-confidence and also be more self-aware of my actions. And like one of the things that I've started doing is rather than apologizing for things, because man, I, my whole life, I have apologized for stuff. Like I remember being on the baseball field in, in high school on the team and like I would miss ground balls and I'd be like, sorry, coach, like yelled across the diamond. Like who else does that? And my coach would be like, stop apologizing. Just stop missing the fucking ball. And like, I've done that. My whole, like I apologize for a lot, but what I've started doing is oh, everything yeah. is like thanking people for their flexibility. So like if I send something late or if I I'm following up on an email, Oh, that's a psych thing. Yeah. Go for <laughs> it's it. It's like, yeah, it's like, Hey, thank you so much for your patience with this or thank yep. you for your flexibility. And like, you know, so I've tried to do that, but again, this is a lot bigger than just me apologizing for stuff and other people. 
So what are some coping mechanisms or, or tools to practice some self-awareness? How, what is the medicine and how do we take it here? Oh, there is none, man. It's terminal. <laughs> Start playing if taps. You, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, if you do this, then, uh, you know, it's going to be a rough road. No, just a couple of ways to overcome it. It starts from putting yourself first. You, you yourself need energy and emotional resources to help others. And if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be capable of helping anybody. Uh, you want to, in a sense, set boundaries um, when you're pondering helping somebody. Like, how do you feel about helping them? And you have to consider whether or not you even have the time to go to Philly at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And how will that, how will helping make you feel? Like, I assume that on your way there, you were like, God, damn it, why did I do this? Yeah. But afterwards, when you got back, you were like, all right, that was pretty cool of me. I don't want to pat myself on the back, but that I'm, I'm pretty happy I did that and helped him out. So um, otherwise, it's just being authentic. Show kindness when you mean it. Can Consider what you're going to be doing and if you actually want to do it. Yeah. Giving, yeah. giving yourself permission to be you and not trying oh, to be nice. the people the person that everyone that you think everyone wants you to be yes like allowing you to be yourself but but not just allowing it giving your like just a lot like being okay with that and that i know i've i've struggled with that mightily mm -hmm. my my whole my whole life yeah and then you, people pleasers are perfectionists because they don't or they hold themselves to such a high standard because they don't want to be criticized so that's interesting. Talk, you, talk about that. That's an inch. They don't want to be criticized. I know I keep doing it. I keep doing this thing. <laughs> I, we're going to start recording this because your facial reactions to my questions are like perfect. No, it's like, it's like a one sentence. No. And it's like, Oh yeah, go into that. And like, go. damn it. <laughs> it. No, it's just people pleasers avoid confrontation. They think that the world is a dangerous place. And they have to take these efforts to avoid any type of conflict or, you know. Um, so in doing that, they put such high standards on themselves. Myself, I put such a high, fuck it, myself, I put such a high standard on myself that I consider myself a perfectionist. And when I don't meet somebody else's standards and whatnot, it hits me hard. And there were nights where I, it would keep me up. Like I wouldn't sleep just because, I don't know, I said something wrong to somebody or, I wasn't able to help out somebody or yeah. something just trivial things yeah, that would yeah. just, you know, consume me. Yeah. Well, I want you to know that I think you're great and I don't want you, I'm glad that, you know, we're having this conversation because I think it's, it's, um, it's important. And I think we've said this in every episode. I think it's important for us to talk about how we're feeling and how we're dealing with things. And I know even since starting this, it's just, it's helped um, with certain situations like at work or in life. Like I literally, have you, have you been taking the message medicine? I've been trying, I've been trying. It's a pursuit, right? It's a pursuit. It's not a, a not, it's not a, you know, even though it's called deep fried medicine none of this is a magic pill. It's all. And again, like to reiterate, we're not uh, professionals in any of these fields. We're just a bunch of uh, <laughs> dudes that find this stuff interesting. And it's like, Hey, we have some similar problems, not problems, but similar experiences that, um, it requires talking about to get through. Yeah. And if you don't, if we don't talk about it, 
then there's no chance of getting through. I'm not saying that talking about it is, is the absolute end all be all medicine, but it certainly it's helps. Start. Yeah, yeah. It's a start, you know, agreed. agreed. Yeah, it's big. And that's again, why I think that we did this was, well, what was so appealing to me um, when you proposed the idea of th- how we got our name, pretty much, it was, yeah. I want to be the peanut butter that you put your dog's medication in. Yeah. And that was, then that's when it kind of switched from, you know, wanting to end the two party political system to, okay, <laughs> let's take a look at ourselves here. And yeah. how, how can, like, what's going on with us? And so far, I think a lot has stemmed from things that I experience almost daily. So yeah. thanks for the opportunity, man. I'm so happy that we're finally doing it. Dude, I'm, uh, you know, we're four episodes in. Uh, can we just We've been doing this a month, a month, man. And yeah, we have been doing it in a month. And can we just talk, just recorded their 10th episode downstairs in the studios. Ten. I'm in the upstairs office. And, uh, you know, 10. 10. That's pretty cool. And uh, so if you haven't, you haven't listened to that first uh, or haven't listened to that at all, I, I highly encourage it. But I guess to, to wrap it up. So the medicine would be like, I feel like it's similar to a lot of things, exercising self-awareness, but being honest with yourself and also working on self-confidence and self-esteem, which really can be a lot of different things. It'd be taking up a certain hobby. It can be talking to a therapist. It can be, um, you know, allowing yourself to experience value in your own actions and giving yourself permission to be who you are and to be authentic. And those are not easy things. Those, like we're saying, these are like- Not at all. Like these are year long, like years. Sometimes it can take a lifetime to- Lifetime things they do. And that's why I've said to me so much, so many times, because you'll, I'll be doing this research or whatnot. It's like, oh, what's the difference between people pleasing and compassion? It's like a person who is naturally compassionate, they know exactly who they are. And I hardly use any social media. Uh, The fact that I have Instagram and Twitter now is still befuddling to me and I can't believe it. But one question I actually asked on Facebook was what does it mean to know yourself? Does it mean you know your favorite color is green? Do you know you hate vegetables? Uh, It's just, it's a continuous process. And I I, I still don't know the answer to that question. And you you read these things like, oh yeah, improve your self-issue or self-worth and or work on your self-esteem know who you learn who you are like how the hell do you do that yeah you just live yeah or listen to our podcast yeah (laughs) no but you're right yeah it's it's a process i think you make really 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 good points on a weekly basis and that's why people should should tune in because again we're just a bunch of dudes that think some stuff is interesting that we have shared experiences around and we just want to talk through it we want to want to learn more and again this is hopefully the starting point or a continuation of, of a journey i know it, it's a continuation of a journey that i'm i've gone through and i'm still going through and and as you shared it's something that you're going through and we're all going through but again like just that confidence to be yourself it's not as easy as reading an article on linkedin like look at um elliot page did you see the news um i did good like, for him that is like that elliot was was in all of these big projects and had all of this should you would look at someone that's had so much so much success and you're like they should be super confident but that just goes to show that it's really hard to accept yourself and be confident in yourself and that's why it's so empowering to see him come out with those messages of um you know this is who i am this is who i want to be and this is who i truly feel like i am and it's like, that's hard. That's so hard. That's so hard. Wow. That's so wow. fucking hard. And, yeah. you know, so that's why 
um, we we don't take any of the stuff that we're, we're talking about lightly. That's for sure. Not at all. Yeah. So, all right. I think that was a good summation. What about you? I think that was a good summation. What about you? <laughs> Dan, what about you? <laughs> the dog is on screen. We can see the dog walking back. Yeah. Sprinkles, what do you think? Sprinkles, what do you think? Thank you so much again for listening to Deep Fried Medicine. We love to join you on a weekly basis. Uh, we are part of the Polar Media uh, Podcast family, Pol- uh, Deep Fried Medicine. We're just trying to come together to talk about shared experiences. And uh, we know we need to take the medicine, but we're trying to make it taste as good as possible. So again, thank you so much for joining. Please make sure you rate, subscribe, and listen to all of our episodes. Steven, you want to throw any, throw any uh, outro things? No, just for taking, thanks for uh, taking the time out to listen and whatnot. Hopefully something perhaps struck a chord and maybe we can start a message board or whatnot, see if uh, anything is starting to land. We but started Discord we'll or that. something like that. That's a great, actually, that's a great idea. That's cool. a really good idea, Steven. Um, yeah, why not, you know? Then tell us how we can do better. Yeah. Yeah, we can start a Discord and the notes are going to be up on the website this week. I'm making, uh, I'm saying this so that uh, I'm, I make myself actually do it because it's just a matter of me doing it, so... Take your time. There's no rush. Well, we'll see. Well, we're going to blow up and we're going to get sponsored by Chili's and uh, by Miriam Webster. So we got to make sure our shit's locked down. Yeah. <laughs> Table side walk on dictionaries. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks again so much uh, for listening. Yeah. Thank you. See you next week. Have a great weekend. Yeah. Stay safe. <laughs>